Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. You know, she posted this just a couple of days ago, and it's a picture we used on our cover page. And it says, it may seem a little crazy to walk directly into the line of fire. Those who are willing, those are those who achieve great things. People say I'm crazy. I say thank you. Smiley face. The Modern Jeeper Show. The show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson with Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode number 31 of the Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. This is a very special episode. On Tuesday morning, Corey Osborne and I recorded what was intended to be this week's podcast featuring Mr. Justin Murray of the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. However, on Wednesday morning, August 28th, Corey and I, along with many of you, learned of the death of Corey's dear friend, Jesse Combs. We decided to record this special episode to share our memories of Jessie, what we know about what happened, and the impact she had on the world. Jessie was a true modern jeeper in every sense of the definition. As a note, we always appreciate your thoughts and feedback. So feel free to visit modernjeepershow.com and share your memories of Jessie in the comments section. So sit back, relax, and share this moment with us on the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hello, Modern Jeepers. This is a special episode of the Modern Jeeper Show, and it's myself here, Matson, with Metal Cloak and Mr. Uh, Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, Matson. How are you? Uh, you know, I could be better. I could be better. Um, you know, we had a, a very good friend and a Modern Jeeper, by all definitions, um, lose her life yesterday doing what she loved doing. And I, 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 I've said that a lot, but... Uh, and Jesse Combs, she was known to many, uh, an inspiration to even more. And, um, but why, you know, we kind of decided to do this little tribute episode because, uh, you and Jesse were pretty close. Yeah. You know, it's, um, when I, I just found out about this this morning and, and I hope our listeners, um, appreciate the, the, the suddenness of all of this. And we actually had a regular scheduled podcast to take place but uh Mattson called me and and we talked about it and i thought it was important that we uh kind of a sp- pay a, a special tribute um to jesse you know what an icon in our industry what a a person that so many people looked up to young old um even even her peers i mean everybody in this industry that knew her and got to spend time with her uh she she was just a fabulous asset that uh 
it, it has left us far, far too early. Yeah, she was 1983, born in 1983. 36 um, so years old. 36 years old. And, and in those thir- short 36 years, you know, we, did, we did an article. I wrote something this morning. I got a text from you saying that she had passed. And first thing I did was cancel the regular scheduled article today and, and put together something pretty quickly uh, from modernchipper.com just to share it with all of our, of all of our readers and learned more about that just in that period of time. I remember when we were doing the, the interview with Ian Johnson, um, I, uh, I didn't really talk about Jesse in that episode, but I had no idea. And this is just kind of my own ignorance. I had no idea really why she left the show. And I, and here she had this accident, you know, broke her back and and was told at that time that that, you know, she might be in a wheelchair forever. And of course, being who she is and this this constantly jubilant, happy, every time I saw her smile on her face, um, she, you know, she fought through it and just continued doing these these amazing things. Yeah, I I can't I'm trying to think back to the first time. I mean, you know, we we all remember extreme extreme four by four that was that that morning saturday and sunday show with her and ian and i think that's where our you know everybody that even had never met her got to spend some time with her and ian and get to know them both as they took us through crazy builds and and doing things in a, in a small garage in a small shop um it was it, it was everybody's introduction to her but you know it's kind of funny because i think back and all the appearances that she's made on on so many shows, um, Two Guys Garage and Full Throttle TV and Pirate 4x4 did a live uh, show with her. Uh, the Velocity Channel featured her All Girls Garage. I mean, there's been right. so Myth, Mythbusters much. and Myth Overhauling. Busters. I mean, Mythbusters. I, I turn off Myth, Myth, Mythbusters when I'm like, I can't even say that. Mythbusters one day and 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 like there she was and she was a regular on that show and then overhauling where she actually got her start and you know and that was just the one side of her but everybody knows that she was or most you know that that she also just loved racing and uh you know when, when you when you start thinking about the 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 accident she had and, and her back and the, what she was doing you know out there racing in these these cars, especially Ultra Four, that is not easy on the body, and yet she was driven to do it and to do it well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just her passion for doing things outside the box. You know, she was she and and please, I hope this this doesn't take away from the people that have known her far longer than Matson or I have. Mm. Um, but but uh, the the metal side, the welding side, the 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 passion to show others and share with others her passions. I mean that's that's the that's the quintessential modern jeeper, right? I mean, right. I there's it's funny. I mean, back when I was with Genrite, and I remember Jamie Pellegrino was had a had been uh, pursuing his his photography career and had had done a lot of photo shoots with Jesse and even back then I was just enamored I'm like I was jealous I'm like I want to go I want to be a part of your photo shoot I want to see Jesse and I think <laughs> every guy in the industry that that ever came across her felt this I don't know kind of a well, kind she, of a she, passion and she was more than a pretty girl. I mean, she absolutely many people kind of look at that. And I know there's, you know, however, she was truly skilled. 
I mean, she truly had skills. She was a true fabricator. She could build stuff. She, I was looking at some Q and a frequently asked question thing. And the question, one of the questions was, can you actually weld? And it's like, yeah, I mean, she, she truly could build something. She was very skilled as a fabricator and she became an advocate for, for companies like WyoTech where she trained just to, to get more women involved. And it was really an inspiration for, for women everywhere that they can get down and they can get dirty and they can, they can get on the rigs and they can work on their rigs and they can follow their passion and they can, they can dominate in, in what has been usually a, a, a male dominated world. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting. This, uh, I, when I found out this morning, I was still in Tennessee and, and headed, uh, down to Georgia and, uh, just having some time to sit in the truck and kind of reflect. It's, uh, it's amazing. If you think about our industry, how few women, um, are involved at the level that she was and now, there, I get it. There's a ton of women out there that are doing their thing and kudos to them and, and the, the women racers and all that keep pursuing those passions. But Jesse was kind of an anomaly in that she, she could create, she was heavily involved and she just never stopped. Um, after her accident, when she left the show, like you said, you know, she was expected to be in a wheelchair and she refused. Um, you know, I, I know that that was some of the things that she was struggling with, uh, even in the last couple of months. And uh, her and I would see we, we, we've had an interesting last, I don't know, four years of we she'd shoot me a text and, hey, you OK? And yep, good. How about you? You know, very uh, just one of those people that cared about everybody. Well, and I, I know and I saw, like, I think the first time I saw you and her interact, I think it was Off-Road Expo several years ago, um, when you, had, I think it was, must have been 15 or something, the first time you came out and, and joined us at Metal Cloak in the booth. And uh, you were standing there in the aisle, and all of a sudden, this, you know, short blonde girl jumps up on your back or something. And it was like, <laughs> Jesse, right? And it's like, oh, wow. You know, it was like... And, and, but that was her spontaneity. That was her, her spunk. Um, you know, if you were a friend, you were a friend, you know, you were definitely you know, part of, of, of her world. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I never really had the pleasure of, of having a lot of interaction with her, but I, I live vicariously through others. And, um, and she just, what she did, you know, just from an outsider standpoint, what she did and how she did it. And, 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 you know, at, out there, whether it's racing, uh, and she was part of the savvy uh, racing team. Um, I sent a message to Gerald Lee earlier today um, with my condolences because I know they were close. And um, and she, but she had opportunities, and she took those opportunities, and she did something that you know you and I have talked about before, which was the she made. I'm sure she was calculating risk factors and everything she did, but she would just go for it. Uh, you know, you had an opportunity to work with her on the Baja race. And I know leading up to that, it was kind of like, we were all kind of like, you know, are you kind of crazy doing this? You're, you're, you're doing it on a shoestring. You're, you're, you're pushing through on this just to make this happen. And it may not be how we approached it, but it was how she approached life. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, well, and for those that know, I mean, when if she came to me and asked for help to run the Baja, you know, she was at her, her end of her string of people that she could ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it uh, you know, it's, it's, it, I, gosh, there's so many of those little stories. And I remember that expo uh, out in Pomona and it's, it's interesting timing wise, you know, coming, going to be back out there here in a month. And um I, my brother, my, my brother, Greg had posted and I had kind of forgotten about this and he, uh, I'll share some of the, his little story. He, uh, he posted on Facebook. Uh, I'll never forget the first year being out at KOH with you and coming and I went and got him. So Greg had never met Jesse and, and he didn't really even understand KOH at the time. It was a brand new event to him. And, and uh, I went and got him and I said, come with me. And we walked for a bit and I asked him to wait outside one of the tents and I knew where everybody, all the, the racers were set up, you know, and I went in and I got Jesse and I, I came back out and Greg was just floored. And she was the kind of person that didn't matter who it was, wherever we'd go from then, from that point on, which was KOH, I don't know, five, six years ago or something. Um, every time she saw Greg, when I took him out there again, or when I took Greg to SEMA, she she knew his name i mean this was wow. she would say hey greg and like acknowledge him she was just such a real down to earth amazing person that and that was just who she was well it says it shows that she, her her impact wasn't just you know wasn't just physical just wasn't just mental. it was that she actually cared about people in order to do that you have to actually in order and this is just a, a fundamental of life in order to have that kind of of memory about people or meet somebody. Remember you actually have to genuinely care about meeting people and having friends. I mean, her, her fan base was huge. And if you look on Facebook, there's already been those kind of messages. There's messages on our own Facebook page where we post something and on the modern cheaper page. And, and I I'm seeing several of that kind of trend, like met her once, met her once in, in, in Moab. She was so gracious. And, and that's just, that's just amazing. You know, it, it really says that, she impacted people's lives on a personal level, not just on a professional level. That's right. And I think that's so rare. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult. I mean, I, I'm, I'm people that know me that are close to me. Well, a couple of things, they they know I'm extremely sensitive, number one, Um, but I'm horrible with names. And, and it takes me a, a little while to, to see somebody a few times. And there's so many people who, who I recognize and I, I've met over the years and I, and I still struggle with a name and, and Jesse never seemed to have that, that problem. She, she truly was engaged with whatever you had going on, whether it was in the middle, you know, she's getting ready to race at, at King of the Hammers. Um, she, if you stopped her and said, Hey, you know, I've, my dog's got a thorn in its foot or whatever. She would literally look at your dog's foot. I mean, and I, and I think that's just rare. Wow. That is, and that's, it's interesting. I'm looking up right now, kind of going on to um, various sites of people. I know that we're having, having mentions about her and um, we're looking at like Instagram Actually, if you go to Savvy Off Road on Instagram, right, the the default photo. This isn't even just posted because of today. I mean, the default fo- photo that Gerald Lead had was was him and and uh, and Jesse. You know, right. how close they were. And Ian 
uh, from Big Tire Garage on Instagram said, I first met Jesse Combs in 2014 when we launched Extreme 4x4 on Spike TV. From the first day I met her, she said she wanted to be a professional race car driver. The sad news today is she lost her life doing what she always wanted to do. You will be missed, Jesse. Rest in peace. And that, I mean, that kind of sums it up for all of us. We, you know, we understand what she wanted and what, you know, what she drove for. I mean, she definitely went towards that, whether it was, you know, all the different stuff that she did, just, just driving fast cars out there with Jay Leno or, or <laughs> right. you, you see Harley, you know, if you go to her Facebook page, there's pictures of her on the Harley Davidson and riding motorcycles and stuff. I mean, what an adventurer. Yeah. You know, I mean, she, yeah, again, the, all the little everybody I'm sure today is spending their day going through all of those memories, all of those interactions. Um, I I was thinking back uh, early in the industry when I wasn't even sure I wanted to be a part of the off-road industry. I had uh, I had met and become very good friends with Kristen Carter, and at the time, uh, shout out to 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 Kristen and Richie. They they have been great friends over the years. But Kristen was her personal assistant. And I remember a couple of VIP parties after SEMA, I think, and uh, getting to spend some time with Jesse and and really having such genuine people around her, I think, is uh, I was always envious of, of, you know, we see those people who are successful and we want to be we want to follow in their footsteps and the people that she had around her were real genuine people. And to this day, you know, Kristen has always looked out for me. Um, it's, it's weird. It's such a, it's such a slap or a punch in the gut. I don't know how to explain it. It's, I just really didn't expect that we would be having conversations or thoughts like this today. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's kind of that way. I mean, isn't that kind of the way life is sometimes, though? I mean, we never, we never quite expect when that moment is. And it, it's why those people like Jesse, who who live every day to the fullest, and you and I talked about this earlier, that she'd probably be sitting right next to us saying, oh, come on, guys, get over it. Just move forward. Just 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 do what we got to do. And what do you do? That's tomorrow? right. Like, That's like right. what's your next plan? I mean, she wouldn't, She she probably wouldn't, um, want all of us to be sitting around and even doing this 30 minute episode. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out. I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, there was apparently the uh, family issued a statement. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and there was, you know, some, it, it ultimately more information will come out about what happened. Um, most of that is irrelevant. You know, all it, all it really matters is that she went out there to achieve another goal. And she was already known as the fastest woman on four wheels. She did an incredible job. What was it? 398 miles an hour or something back in 2013. I mean, that, that yes. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, it yeah. was crazy. Crazy. That, it's amazing. And then apparently was it, you were telling me last year that she did uh, almost 400. Um, she, I had a brake problem. Um, so let's see. And I, I, I don't, uh how let's see she had a top speed run as i i recall she had a run of uh 440 but it wasn't it wasn't actually uh, uh that was the top speed it, you know how they they like right. i don't know if they use averages or or how they make three runs and they take the average of them or something like that 
but mm-hmm. um i know she'd gone yeah the the the, the record was 398 yeah uh if you yeah i remember uh, i saw something in a news report that she got almost almost to 500 miles an hour but it wasn't a it wasn't official because they have to do both ways and only went one way and then she had but i'll tell you one of the most interesting parts about this is i had no idea they were doing testing out there in this desert in oregon yeah yeah i didn't either i I didn't know that this this property even existed right right i mean how many people were out there doing it you always think of uh, these land speed records and you always think of them being out at uh, uh at the bonneville flats and then suddenly those this you know this out here in Oregon, of all places. I'm looking at Terry Madden's Facebook page, and he was very close and a team member of Jesse's, very, very close. And and uh, um, there's some great photos that he posted on his on his page of, of the two of them together. And uh, and just that, yeah, and he, he, he did make a point that I'm also going to be making here, and that is that, you know, he, he very specifically said, I was just woke up with the media tracking me down. I need everyone to, or true friends to do what she would want. Take a deep breath, relax, and do the thing. Good, do good things with this. He says, please donate to nothing. I know there will be people who try. We are finishing the documentary as she wished, and the world will know the truth. And her foundation will use those funds to do amazing things in this world and make her legacy live on properly. In the coming days, her family and I will get the proper channels put together that you can then donate to that foundation. Until you hear from me, please wait. I don't want some blankety blank profiting off of this. He said I already had one guy try to sell him a video. Um, love you all. Thank you all. Be some amazing friends to her. So it, it part of that is just kind of going out to the modern Jeeper world. Don't do anything. There's no GoFundMes that are official. There's nothing else out there. Um, you know, the family is putting together things. She does have a foundation. You can support that foundation and the work that that foundation is going to do. Um, and there is a documentary that's already been in the process about her and her world and her life. And I'm sure this is going to be, uh, be part of that. So just be cognizant of the blankety blanks out there who. Absolutely. Who and, are, and respectful. Yes. Be respectful, but be cognizant. And, and these people, there, there are people out there who are going to try to make money off of this and, you know, and, and it just doesn't, it doesn't serve anybody. And, and people that do that just need to just go away. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There's no, there's no room, especially in our industry. I think the people that, uh, uh, the people that knew and, and loved her, um, they won't play into these games, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there thinking, uh, how can I make a dollar or something and uh that's this isn't the time uh nor the place and not the person that uh, somebody needs to be doing that with so yeah exactly i mean she was she was so gracious to to others we need to be gracious to her family and uh, and their wishes and and support them any way we can so you know you talked about some of the stories you know when when she did baja that was quite an experience i mean you guys went out there and and pushed it and and uh, how far did she make it? Uh, I think we went 150 something miles. I mean, it was, it was, it was far <laughs> um, in a in a trophy truck. Um, but you know, we did everything. My my whole job when when she came to me was um, I want to come back safe. And mm. I don't know that I ever said that out loud to anybody, but that was what she told me when we went down there is that she wanted to come back home 
And that was really the only thing that was on my mind. Um, wow. When the car broke and my good friend, Terry Hawkins, who, who was with me and, and uh, uh, Martin was down there and a whole bunch of people that as, as far as support and, and even Gerald and Johnny Rocha and those guys. Um, but when we went and tried to pull the car out and, and, you know, get it fixed to where she could continue, she, she was so determined and it was, you know, two o'clock in the morning, we had missed a whole bunch of time. The steering was totally shot on that, that Geyser built trophy truck. And it, it was everything she could do. She was so frustrated and she so wanted to continue. In fact, I think we jumped in a truck and we, we literally, as fast as we could drive, uh, she was driving, I was in the passenger seat and we tried to catch up to another trophy truck team who was done and checked out of the race and they were headed back across the border. And we tried to catch up with that other team because we had heard that they had uh, some steering components that maybe we could use. Um, her determination, I mean, she's still in her fire suit. Um, we have been off the, off the race for six plus hours and she just, she, she didn't want to quit. And I remember even after that race, her sending me texts saying, you know, we we could have welded that back. We could have put a uh, just a a weld in the in the steering uh, ram and tried to keep it together. And you know it was all those what if scenarios that I imagine as every racer goes through of how could we have continued? How could we have kept this thing going? Um, but she was so determined, and that was of course to Iron Woman the the Baja, which was just an amazing for somebody that would even want to consider doing that is just crazy to me. But those days of, of going down there and preparing and, and putting her in the car and, and chasing her as far as we did and, and then loading back up and coming back across the border. Those are some pretty cherished memories now. Um, gosh. And there's so, there's so many KOH memories and just, and, and the, the smile on her face, it was pretty, pretty hard. You, you just, you never could figure out if she, I don't, even when she was out of the race in Baja, she wasn't really upset. She was frustrated. She mm -hmm. wanted to continue and, but she'd still smile. She well, still was, kept a smile on her face. That was the fighter in her. I mean, absolutely. I've, I've, you know, I've seen her even racing where she's having trouble with the vehicle. And like any competitive racer, she was, you know, she was frustrated and, and pushing, and but it was the fighter in her. It was the same fighter that got her out of the wheelchair. You know, it was the one that said, hey, you know, don't don't mess with me. I, I want to go. I want to win. She was very competitive. I'm looking on Instagram, and we've got uh, Greg Mulkey, our good friend from from Raceline, uh, said, uh, you know, in shock, denial, just can't believe it. So many racing memories over 20 years of watching this right footer send it. Jesse, we will miss you, but never forget you. See you at the checkered flag. And then we have um, oh, Crawl Zone TV. Goodbye. With a great photo of her. And Savvy Off-Road Babe uh, saying, that woman, wow, it was amazing to watch her live her life to the fullest. Uh, prayers with her family. I'm lost for words in this one. You know, it's the uh, JP Magazine. It was great. It was. It is with great sadness that we report the passing of an off-road legend, an amazing woman. Our condolences to her family, friends, and colleagues. You are gone far too soon. Rest in peace, Jesse Combs. And I think the theme is just consistent. Uh, our own Jeep and Dell signed poster really is many now. It's so sad. Rest in peace, Jesse. 
uh, Warren Industries. Uh, the world lost an amazing person today. Jesse Combs embodied everything we stand for, integrity, passion, and perseverance. And she was an inspirational part of the Warren Industries family. She was extremely talented in countless ways, from her fabrication skills and racing prowess to her ability to connect with people, motivate, and light up a room everywhere she went. The Warren family would like to express our sincere condolences to Jesse's family, friends, and countless fans across the globe. You'll be deeply missed. So the, the theme is exactly the, the same. We all, I think, were impacted the same way. She, you know, she, she is genuinely a good person who was genuinely excited about the life that she lived and, and genuinely inspired others. And it's, it's yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. I, I, it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, a number of years ago, uh, again, um, I think she was promoting fastest woman, uh, because the poster that she had signed, um, was the, the fastest woman, um, poster. And it was kind of interesting because it was in a, in a, in a point in my world where I had a lot going on personally and uh, she kind of knew that. And it was funny what she signed, what she wrote on it was, Corey, you got this. And my last text conversations with her just literally days ago, um, she was feeling better, her, her legs and her back. And she had just finished Sturgis. And uh, I had taken a picture of that poster that said that when she was telling me, you got this. And I, I said, I I sent it back to her and I said, yeah, somebody once told me you got this and you do, mm -hmm. um, you know, again, fighter, um, doing what she loved. We all, we all have all of these little snippets and glimpse. I'm, I think that the struggle will be going forward of they, they end. We only can play that, that, that film reel, um, so many times. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to go back through, you know, six, seven years of the thousands of images of her that uh, uh, doing what she loved. And it was always a, usually sitting in a race car with a big smile on her face. And uh, I, I'll, I'll be sure and, and have put some kind of an album together and, and make sure that uh, we get that out on social media or put it on Modern Jeeper and, and uh, share that with everyone. Because I think that's the way that we continue to remember is, is that happy smiling face. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and again, that's what she would want too. She wants, she would want, and, and I'm saying this from an exterior observer. So um, like you said earlier, you know, there, there are people that know her and have, are closer to her than we ever uh, would have been or, or could have been. But it just seems that she would inspire others to just move on and um, and to, to continue to live her life. And I'm hoping that this inspires more and more young girls, more women, uh, more off-roaders um, to get out there and just do what they love to do. And 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 everybody, even guys and gals and uh, to get out and, and be great modern Jeepers and be out there and go off road and, and do the things you want to do and learn how to, how to, how to do your own work and don't be dependent upon others and, and just live at your dream. And, you know, with that desire that you're always going to come home and, and, and just be there for all of us. Yeah. I, you know, I'm now, and I'm, I'm noticing now that there's already conflicting uh, things out there. I, I saw one report where it said that she was born in 1980, um, mm. and now I don't know if well, it was her, her 80 or 83. 
her official bio on her on her website does not give a date. It just says she was born in what is that South Dakota? Um, yeah, in South Dakota. Yeah. Which, by the way, you know, let's talk about fun stuff. I had no idea until I read that that like, you know, she turned down an interior design school offer and went to Colorado, your hometown, your area, uh, to become right? a professional snowboarder of all things. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it, it is one of those, like, we never got a chance, you know, modern cheaper podcasts. We never got a chance because of her busy schedule to get her down here and, and make that happen and, and do an interview with her. I know we wanted to, but I've been one of those first questions. How, how do you go from professional snowboarder to I'm going to go to Wyotech and I'm going to learn how to weld and fabricate stuff. Um, you know, it's one of those unanswered questions. I'm sure somebody knows the answer and, and maybe will share with us, but uh, that's just amazing. Um, just, just, just an amazing life. I'm, I'm, and I just found the correction that Jesse's own mother emailed a correction. Um, it was incorrectly stated that she was born in 83. Uh, uh, and that's not the case. She's actually uh, born in 1980. So she's 39 years old. Oh, um, so and that was, that was, that was, that was corrected on uh, jillopnik.com. Uh, okay. okay. So I will have, I'll make a correction on, on moderngeeper.com as well. Um, well I just, I, yeah, I, I you know, th- the fact that she was in a car attempting to break a record and go 500 miles an hour, I don't even know how to, that, that isn't even, I don't even know how to com- comprehend that. It's just it's mm-hmm. so, so amazing. So, so crazy. Uh, I, wow. Um, uh, 400, she managed a 483 mile an hour shakedown run, um, last year. That's fast. That is, I mean, can you think about that? I mean, what's the fastest you've ever driven? Like a hundred. And I, I think I've been 140 and on what? a sport bike. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's, uh, that's pretty ballsy. I I have probably probably 120 uh, myself. Um, and that was on a city street in a, uh, and that was yeah, that was in a 75 Catalina station wagon, <laughs> and about 120 is when it started floating. I got yeah, right, right. But, um, how uh, far? How fast do NASCAR people drive? Like, aren't they like two hundred mile an hour cars? Uh, I don't know the answer to that question. I know that when you're looking at, like, we talked before about uh, doing open wheels. Um, oh, right, Indy cars. Not the Indy cars. Well, the Indy cars, yeah, the Indy cars, they're definitely up there in the two hundred. But doing the, oh, my mind just went blank. Uh, F one. The F ones doing the Formula One, they're doing two hundred miles an hour around their corners. They're right. Like, they're like right. changing lanes at 200 miles an hour and, and, and cornering at 200 miles an hour. So uh, NASCAR, let's see. Uh, I'm typing as my as the listeners can hear of NASCAR. Um, so it looks like just over the top speed is 320 miles and or 200 miles per hour. So 321 kilometers per hour, 200 miles. The top speeds recorded in F1 and IndyCar fields. That's top speed. That's not like you're not entering at your straightaway moment. So, um, but yeah, you can think about that. Like 400 miles an hour alone is double what most racers do. Almost <laughs> right. 500 miles an hour. God, that's just that's just incredible. 
How fast do you think was her top speed when, when she was doing Baja, like going through those kind of environments there? Um, you know, Baja's weird. You know, they, they we calculate average speeds and people go, really? They're only going 30 and 40 miles an hour. But they have to realize how, how slow, you know, through some of the towns and through some of the rugged terrain actually mm -hmm. is. But um, 100 miles an hour is no joke. And, and the guys in the trophy trucks are, are definitely all over that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're uh, C-130s and things like that out in the open open desert. But um, still, that's, I mean, I just, uh, I, I, the, let's see, I, I'm on, now I'm on North American Eagles. Land, oh. It's landspeed.com. Okay. And in 2013, the North American Eagle Supersonic Speed Challenger uh, added Jesse to the team to attempt to break the 512 mile an hour land speed record made in 1976 by Kitty O'Neill. In 1976, so in 1976, Kitty O'Neill went 512. Um, to date, Jesse's the fastest woman on four wheels, holding a record of 398 with a top speed of 440. Um, the founder of North American Eagle, Ed Shadel, I forgive forgive me if I've mispronounced that. Uh, he passed, and Jesse's role changed to the primary driver. So last September, Jesse made a 483.227 mile per hour shakedown run. Um, but the hydraulic bay door lock mechanism broke, allowing the door to open, and it was torn away from the vehicle. Uh, parts entered the left-hand engine inlet, and that ended their testing. So she had gone 483. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. You know, I just, again, for someone whose passion was and dream was to go fast to race cars. She, she fulfilled that she was, she was in that mode every day. Wow. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. And that, and that drove her, that competitiveness, and that desire drove her. Well, I hope that we can all be inspired uh, to live life the way she did. I and mean, that's probably the greatest legacy she could have is that we, we push through uh, no matter what the barrier, no matter what the problems, no matter what the stops. And we just push to live life. Doesn't mean all of us have to be race car drivers. Doesn't mean all of us have to be competitive, but we just need to live life every day, knowing that tomorrow is a question. That's right. That's right. Give the people close to you uh, a huge hug. Uh, give the people that aren't close to you uh, a shout out and tell them how much you feel about them. Tell them you love them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my friend, um, thank you for sharing your stories um, to all of our modern Jeepers. Um, we'll put some more. Corey's going to add to the gallery um, and add to the story that's currently up there, as well as doing another more detailed um, story of Jesse's life that we'll, we'll put together uh, with some of his memories and uh, probably Absolutely. Do that in the next week. Um, and share your own thoughts and, and stories over there at uh, at modernchipper.com and 
or on our Facebook page or on her Facebook page, because many of you have been uh, touched by her life. And that's right. More, that's right. More, more will come out in the in the in the next few days to what happened. We'll try to share that and source and sort through the the garbage to bring you just the truth. And um, and just remember that she was doing it. It was interesting. I'll, I'll kind of end with this old note that was on her own Instagram page um, that has it's gone around. But she, you know, she posted this just a couple of days ago, and it's a picture we used on our cover page. And it says, "It may seem a little crazy to walk directly into the line of fire. Those who are willing, those are those who achieve great things. People say I'm crazy. I say thank you." Smiley face. Um. I think that yeah. says it all. She absolutely. I'm sure she she loved every moment. Lots of deep breaths taking place across the country, across the the globe today for the the, the people that knew her. Absolutely. Big hug, my friend. Big hug, and to all of you, you as well, and to Jesse. We'll see you on the trail in the sky. Cheers. <laughs>